What's up? You're listening to Real Talk episode 11. My name's Oliver from Indie Rock Bakery. I'm Jeremy from uh, It's Not For You. We are reporting to you live and direct from Echo Park, California. We're actually in the new uh, Studio Real. That's right. Uh, we're in uh, Candyland. Uh, it's the new spot. We're kicking it. How is, how is your new home treating you? Uh, you know, it's, um, it's empty. You know, we're very poor. We don't have many things. And I realized that I've been living with adults for the past 10 years. And now I realize I have nothing. But right. on to brighter moments, on to bigger things. But it's your nothing. It is my nothing. Yes, I own this. God bless this heap. That's what I say. Cheers to that. All right, well, let's get to the show, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, we'll start off, as always, with news and notes. Um, first thing on the agenda is they are letting Shannon dunk. Yes, they are. Shannon Brown is going to be in the All-Star dunk contest this very weekend. Yes, and he will be representing the Los Angeles Lakers, the defending champions. Um, there's been some, some buzz, some talk of him like actually getting the dunk spot for a while, and uh, I don't know, it seemed like there was some, some doubt because somebody started like had to start a YouTube campaign. To let Shannon dunk, but then when they finally revealed the names, he was in fact one of the dunkers. Oh, they're gonna do anything for the fans. They so he's—I he, mean, we can say he's definitely gonna win. With LeBron sitting out, of course. Yeah. What do you think about LeBron not being in the dunk contest? Because he said last year he basically threw his hat in the ring, like right after the dunk contest. Well, I feel like he doesn't want to do it because he is, frankly, worried about being shown up by Shannon Brown. Frankly. Right. Yeah. yeah, well, I heard he was um, also trying to get, like, some other big names, and I guess, like, he couldn't. Like, they wanted to do, you know, back in the day when it was, like, Michael and all the, you know, Dominique, all the other superstar dunkers. But now it's, like, it's in the, you never really have, like, the super high-level guys in the dunk contest anymore. No, no, it's not it's not what it was. Anyway, but um, that's awesome for him, and he is, like we said, he is our uh, our pick to win it. He's great. He's a good Laker. We enjoy so, him very much. So that's cool. What else is new? Oh, we got this, uh, the street food festival coming up. That's true. Next weekend, downtown LA, a bunch of trucks posted up, food-wise, passing it out. Yeah, so I guess it's um, it's at LA Center Studios, which is like on the western edge of downtown. I think it's on Saturday. It's like five bucks to get in. And I guess there are going to be a lot of um, trucks set up. And it, it's supposedly not just like the Twittering trucks, like the new food truck 2.0 thing, like kind of bullshit thing. But like actual um, street food places, like um, like carts and places from like all over the city, some from East LA, some from wherever and um like taco actual taco trucks and like other types of places i don't know i mean what do you think i think this is maybe a moment to examine like the new like food truck phenomenon well yeah i mean you know you're gonna go down there and find like you know like a um, grilled cheese sandwich truck and like you know like ice cream sandwich truck and like you know organic sorbet truck and like that's all cool and shit but i mean at the end of the day i mean the whole point of eating you know, food off the street is, uh, you know, to be eating, like, something really cheap, number one, but also, like, really, you know, like, authentic and good that tastes good and, like, it's done. It's it's over. It's quick. It's dirty. It's You're done. Like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, get, like, a tray when I leave a truck, go sit down somewhere, you know, and, like, put, like, a nap, tuck a napkin in. Yeah, right. I mean, I, the perfect street food should be something that you can eat standing up, like, with two hands or maybe one hand. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, like, so obviously all these trucks came along, like, in the wake of Kogi. I mean, I think the official real talk position is that there are too many damn trucks. Oh, of course. There, I mean, you know, there's the trucks that serve tacos, the things that are legit. There are other trucks that like ice cream. All complaining trucks. But the thing is, now it's, it's becoming like the thing, you yeah. know? The thing. Like, it's like, it's people who would never even consider opening a restaurant are now getting into the truck game. Cause it's like, oh man, if you like sell food from a truck, you know, you can make more money. Like, oh shit, it's crazy. 
you know, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, but we'll probably, I don't know, if we're around, we're around on Saturday, then we'll check out the uh, Street Food Festival and we will report. This is the inaugural one, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Of course. Um, what else? What else has, has been new lately? Oh, we checked out the new um, Temporary Spaces recently. That was a new thing. Yeah, it was not bad. It was not, I liked it better than the old spot. Yeah, so the old Temporary Spaces, for those of you who have been there, it was um, like Fountain in Normandy, and it was like, I guess the original idea was they like were going to open this like spot. It was going to be like a roving bar where they would open for like a few months, and it would be this sort of underground spot. Like if you're cool, you'd hear about it. Go and like drink and stuff. And it was like, I guess supposed to be like a legit bar. I mean, these weren't like underground like speakeasies or anything. Um, and then they would shut it down and pack up and move to a new place. But the original temporary spaces were there for like, I don't know, two or three years at least. Which, you know, makes sense because once you go to all the trouble of like actually opening a damn bar and like just when people start to come to it, you're not going to go shut it down. It's crazy. Well, not only that, but it's like it wasn't like it wasn't like this place was, you know, setting up in some empty space with like plastic cups, you know, and like like an overturned refrigerator box, you yeah. know, and like as the bar. Right. Yeah. You know, like once you order furniture, once you fucking install light fixtures, once you paint... You know, like once well, I mean, once you're once you're sweating getting your bar rate open, you're not fucking moving it anywhere. It's not happening. Yeah. But they did actually move this one after a while. So there's a, so the new temporary space. It's still uh, in the like same they area. Lost at least though. I don't yeah, think I think they might have, or maybe they had some sort of agreement. Like the new one, which is on like uh, Normandy and Melrose ish. I read they have like a year lease, and then it's like knocked down and turned into something else. So I guess this space will be temporary. But I don't know. What do you think of the new, the new actual bar? Yeah, you know it's good. It reminds me of those bars up on um, Los Feliz, the the Scroost, Griffin, and uh, Bigfoot. You know, by the Los Feliz hmm. golf course. Like, it reminds me of those like kind of. Um, How do you figure? Uh, well, you know, it's just similar crowd. You know, it's like it's like a, like a, like a vibe. You know, it's less. It's it's like it's like no or few parts club you know like the old temporary spaces like was you know it was like one part like this is a dance club you know one yeah. part like we have a guy at the door where he have like he have a list the whole deal like not like that ever worked you know like it was well, still, they still had temp a guy spaces yeah but i mean like the where that at the other one like you know like you would walk up and they're like well, who do you know and you're like i mean i don't know anyone fucking let me in and they'd be like okay at this new one they don't even like stop you and be like you know what are you here for you know like it's, it's oh, i don't know they asked us who we were there did they? Yeah, they were like, who are you for? And he said, we're here for, you know, so-and-so's party. And he was like, okay. And then I thought he was just, I thought they always just made it up, but then I actually peeked at the list and there was actually like a, there were names written on it. That place was half empty the whole night. Well, I mean, one of the things, it was a bigger place, I think. No, no, what I'm saying then, yeah. is, I felt that like this like artificial need, artif- artificial oh, yeah. edifice well, a lot of, places of uh, do that. this facade of exclusivity of kind of like oh shit you know what i mean it's not green door you know like we're not going behind the velvet rope somewhere you know it's 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 a club right. out and it's a club it's an it's a bar out in east hollywood but i do think it's worth you know? mentioning that it's like a, it's a so it's a bigger space there's also some amenities there's like an outdoor area um and a pool table and a little sort of i don't know what that little room was you know, and like a little VIP kind of yeah, chill lounge VIP. area. Lounge area. And then this is interesting. They had a little like built-in like taco stand, which um, was being manned by a guy who's wearing a Tacos El Patio t-shirt, which is a taco stand at uh, like Santa Monica and Western. So I don't know. That was interesting. I I don't know. Like I don't like it. It makes me feel like I'm at the laundromat, <laughs> frankly. Like too many services being offered at once. That's exactly what I mean. It makes me like I'm, I can like pay my bills, cash my paycheck, like, you know, like, send, like, my baby daddy with some Western Union money, and I can, like, go to Subway and Starbucks 
and get like more cell phone minutes all at once. Wouldn't that be great if you could like get your mail picked up or like get your checks cashed at like El Matador? <laughs> yeah, you can just go handle all your business. Guy in the back is just like a sack of loose, sweaty bills. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, how much was that? No, let me peel you off a piece. No, that yeah. I don't but know. yeah, so ob- so obviously they're like trying to combine the like bar experience with the immediate after bar experience, which is you know the taco stand, the taco truck. It's not. Good. I don't know. It's should, not good. I sort of feel like those things should be two separate things. Like you get you want to get out of the you know last call. They put on the lights. Everyone looks you know. What about Goldrum, though? Really wasted. And then you leave. What about Goldrum? Goldrum does, like, that, like, you know, like, Mexican, like, Juarez-style shit where they just, like, pass out free tacos. That is true. That is a good comparison. The thing is, I feel like the Goldrum tacos are not really for eating and enjoying. It's just for um, like basic people... basic sustenance <laughs> because, like, you go to Goldrum to get that's, to drink a lot. That's true. And so, like, so you, you just, you need those tacos, those tacos to pass out. Yes, exactly. Now, it's not to say that if you're super gutter, looking at you, Mark. Um, that sometimes you might end up like eating dinner at the Gold Room because you like literally have no money and the tacos are free and that's great too. But I feel like the main purpose is like two. I'm not too proud. I pull, I've pulled that shit before and I would do it again. It's a good move. It's a great move. Yeah, I had a Gold Room taco the other day. It's it good. Dinner it's for one. Brews, tacos. You know, trail of tears. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's that. What else is new um, bar wise? Oh, I think we should. Mentioned just briefly, we won't beat this to death, but um, Little Joy 2.0. Another, I feel like Little Joy like 5.0. Well, here's the deal basically, or like 2.5 used to be like you know, some like really, really, really like oh, like on edge hip spot, quote unquote, you know, and it it was it wasn't a spot full of like locals so much as like people, you know what I mean? It was a bar catered to a specific crowd, like a punk bar, but not like a punk bar, a bar for kids, you know, like us. And, like, you know, this is, you know, limousines, the whole deal used to be a big thing. Limousines? Yes, it happened. Once. It did happen. Once it happened. Whatever. The point is, it was not, you know, uh, um, cheers, okay? It was not that kind of bar. And then... I feel like it could be. I mean, they're definitely regulars. It wasn't, though. I feel like it was. And then it fell apart. Different owners, they tried different concepts, you know, like, give it controversies. Oh, they're painting the walls. Oh, they're not painting the walls. Like, you know, the neighborhood in uproar. Now things have settled down. It has a dedicated crowd, a dedicated group of kids who go there, and it is it is different than what it used to be. It's like Little Joy too, and you know what? I like it. I was in there with some old boys, some random dude just hands me a fucking joint, and he's like, "Listen, you should like have a good time in the bar, in the bar, kicking it like it's, it's yeah." Such a I don't know. More I think chill, I think we were just great there. neighborhood vibe. I don't know. I think they were just. I mean, we were there on a good night too. No, it's it was never it was never. This this little joy is like this. They've they've endeavored to make it more of a like bar experience. You know, like it's like more of a, like they're it's it's focused on people ordering beers. That's what that bar. I don't is, think that has ever know? not been the focus though. It's different now. They have a TV. Now they have like an ATM inside the place. Now they have neon like Miller Time signs. You know, like like you know, like they they they've painted the walls kind of dark green. They've got like flags hanging from like soccer teams. Yeah, and I mean, shit. I was, like, for me, like I personally feel like. That it's basically stayed the same bar, like despite all the changes. I mean, which blows my mind. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you'll see the insane. same people there every night, but I'm saying it is the same kind of place. Like functionally, it serves the same purpose. Like you, oh. you go to Little Joy for the same shit that you've always gone to Little Joy for. That's true. That's true. That's true. But the people that are surrounding you, and like the the vibe of the place is different. Yeah, but that's Even true of any. That's true of anywhere. Goldrum, I feel like, has been on the same trajectory for the like since I've ever lived here, you know, and like places like that, like Prado, like still same trajectory. Like I'm not going to be so I'm I'm never going to walk into. That's the thing you're not giving them credit because there was a time we would walk into Little Joy and not know what the fuck to expect. 
You would walk in there That's and be like, oh, right, okay, yeah. the walls are green, and there's like yeah, but these are all like these moving. are all external no table. Like this, now I have this beer. Now I have this beer. Like they were constantly making changes, and now it's settled down, and it's great. You should go check it out. All right, whatever. So the, yeah, that's a little dry. Um, okay, so I think that wraps it up for news and notes. That's it. There's no more news, no more notes. Okay, moving right along. Now we're going to debut a new segment in our show. Uh, it's called Five Questions. And this is the part of the show where we uh, call up a local expert, or interesting personality. Or just a bud. Really just a friend of ours. And we ask them five questions. Our first guest is going to be Adam from Angelino Heights, California. He is uh, in his mid-20s, works in historic preservation. He's a hell of a guy. We're going to see if we can get him on the phone and style him up. Hey, Adam. Hey. Hey, it's Real Talk. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. It's good to be on Real Talk. Oh, it's good to talk to you, Adam. It's been a long time. We've been wanting to have you on the show for uh, maybe since the very first time we did it. Well, I- I'm, I'm honored to finally make it. Oh, we're glad to have you on. So are you ready for uh, five questions? I am uh, I'm ready for five questions. Bring it on. Yeah. Okay, great. Here we go. First question. Now, Adam, you work uh, in historic preservation. You know a lot about the history in the city of Los Angeles. What would you say is like your top uh, hidden gem or like undiscovered secret spot in Los Angeles? Top hidden gem, one that I, I um, would be fine with sharing with other people. <laughs> so you're saying you have super secret gems. Gems we'll never have. I will say this one because I think, I think that the people who want to seek it out will seek it out, and the people who are cowards will stay away. Oh, I like it. All right, let's hear it. Lay it on us. A great secret gem is the Los Angeles Police Revolver and Athletic Club of the uh, Ecopocalypse Park neighborhood, where there is a old-school diner located at the police academy up uh, in Elysian Park. And uh, there is nothing on the menu that is above $5.95. I have scoured the entire thing, and that's as expensive as it gets. And it's delicious, and the clientele is about 95% cops or cop teachers or former cop. And uh, regular people can go there, real talk people can go there, but you're just going to have to, uh, you know, be comfortable being uh, surrounded by, uh, you know, the fuzz. You'll be fine. When they go there, should they say, Adam sent me? Probably not, nor should you make too many cop jokes or, or look too uncomfortable with being around cops or... I'm sure, you know, a good trimmed mustache would be welcome there. Some mirrored aviators would be fine. <laughs> you, you don't want to play it up too much. You want to, you want to show that you're one of them and you're cool with them and, you know, support their, uh, what they're about and are willing to partake in their omelets and sandwiches. Okay, so we will, um, we will put in the show notes, we'll put the info, the address, and, you know, that kind of stuff. We'll link to the, to the site. That moves us along to question number two. All right, let's do it. All right, Adam, uh... Have you ever been given the bum's rush? Have you ever been asked to leave? But instead of asking, you were told, have you ever been thrown out of a place that you've been inside of? I have one time. It wasn't for anything that... Uh, Please tell us all about it. When I was thrown out of somewhere, let me think. Well, twice. Once in Los Angeles and once out of the country. I was... Starting with out of the country, I was... Um, 
it was my last night living in uh, in Dublin, Ireland, when I was over there, and we uh, raged the um, the one karaoke bar in city center, and uh, packed about twenty people into a little five person uh, private room, and then uh, stayed till closing, and then paid with uh, change. Okay. Yeah, about 200 euro worth of change. So we had to count out, uh, you know, euro cent by euro cent, and then we were asked never to return there. Where did you get so much change? We managed to uh, shake down everybody we had piled into the uh, into the karaoke room to at least, you know, throw a few cents our way. And um, we, we pulled it together, but uh, we certainly weren't welcome back there ever again. Um, the other one was a uh, toy that a uh, rock and roll tie plays. <laughs> you got you got thrown out of toy. <laughs> yeah, I got kicked out of toy. I was with some guys who were uh, giving the uh, the waitress a hard time, and the manager came over and asked why they had uh, skimped her on the on the tip, and they said some you know some guff back to the manager, and we were you know asked to get out of there, not come back. Really? Yep. I kind of was I was you know having a glass of water, not really bothering, just sitting at the table and uh, watching it all go down, but it was uh, it was pretty embarrassing for everybody who was there. Probably most of all me, even though I didn't actually do anything wrong, but I, I was horribly embarrassed. Okay, time for question number three. Number three. Adam, where'd you grow up again? Uh, I grew up in uh, Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks. Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks. Okay, great. That's actually not the question. The question is, maybe you can help us out. Why does the valley suck so much? The valley's wonderful. Valley's wonderful. I will defend it to the end. There are parts of it that I don't like. I'm not a huge fan of Tarzana. I don't need to be, you know, sitting in Encino, like sucking on a hookah. That being said, if the Valley were were its own independent city, which it is not, and thank God for that, it would be the eighth largest in the uh, in the country. Eighth largest, really? It would be the eighth largest if it were its own independent city. Wow. I think in a uh, in a section of Los Angeles that is that large, there's plenty of good stuff to be found. So uh, I, I don't think the Valley does suck so much. The parts that are certainly bad. The parts of, uh, parts of L.A. proper are pretty awful. So You know what? I was a little bit convinced just now. <laughs> just a little bit. Question four. Adam? Yeah. If not now, when? Ah. The age-old Jewish question. Oh. If not now, when? If not now, when? When, Adam? Rabbi, hello. Uh, if, if, if not now, uh, uh, when? Uh, Jesus, man. Have, uh, have you, uh, is it, how have other people answered? You are the first, Adam. You're you are the, the first. first to answer the five <laughs> questions. Feel free to answer however you like. I... Uh, Later, later, with an apostrophe D. Later, yeah, later. All right, works for me. Yeah, move on. Question number five. Adam, what's your motto? What are your words to live by? Words to live by. Right now, right now, I'm looking at my computer screen. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at a poster where the words are: "Science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him." <laughs> So those are your words. Those are your words to live by. Science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him. Got it. <laughs> okay, there you have it, real talk listeners. Those are some words to live by. And also at the same time, five questions. Adam, thank you so much for your time. 
I look forward to the second round of five questions. Uh, we will talk to you soon. We'll go out to the valley for some drinks. Good night. Okay, now we're going to talk about something new that has come up on our radar that we think you should know about. We're just now getting down with this new internet shit that if you haven't heard about, you need to get on it. It's called chatroulette.com. It's called chatroulette.com. C-H-A-T roulette.com. It's pretty serious. Now, apparently we, we heard about this from like the same place, um, just coincidentally. There's an article in New York Magazine about chatroulette, and it, uh, why don't you tell them what the, what the site actually is? Okay, so... Chat Roulette combines a lot of really basic internet functions that have existed since the dawn of the web, but combines them in, in a really functional way that makes for a unique experience. It's a web chat interface, like iChat, like video chat, but it's random and it's worldwide and it's anonymous. So imagine this. You go to chatroulette.com. You type in the address. Boom, boom, two black boxes pop up in a chat window all in one page. That's it. You got a button up top. It says next. You click next. Boom, you're instantly greeted with some random stranger from any part of the world. You have no idea. Maybe they don't even speak your language. And, you know, you're talking to them live. Or maybe not. Like, most of the time, you know, you, you, you clicks next. You see someone for half a second, and they're, like, clicking next on you because they don't want to chat you up. Yeah, so there's definitely, like, it's weird because there's a snap judgment moment where either you or them, or sometimes both at the same time, you know, you look, and then it's like, ah, no, I don't want to talk to you. Next. Now, a lot of times, if you're a dude, a lot of times... Um, you see another dude, and they're like, they realize that you're not a chick, and immediately go on to the next one. It's true, it's true. And then sometimes, also another thing, you're on. a dude, and you click next, and you see another dude, but instead of the dude, it's his dick. There is a lot of, there are a lot of uh, penis. exposed penises on this website. A lot of exposed so penises. So if you are uh, sensitive to that such material, or I mean, this is definitely a not safe for work website. I will tell you this. I think I've quadrupled the amount of lifetime dicks that I've seen in just the past two days being on chat roulette. It's outrageous. So that is the thing you like, you have to be very quick with that next button. You know, I recommend a wireless mouse that you can just hold in your hand. Just ready to go next in case anyone you catch you catch anyone doing some weird shit. You know, listen, we saw a lot of dick, but that's not to say you know I also saw boobs. You know, I did see boobs. If you can get past the, uh, you know, the dicks and the dudes who look like serial killers and just like the out and out weirdos, um, you can talk to some interesting and totally random people. Yeah, definitely. We I mean, like, we had there we are had people in uh, like there are a bunch of people in like random internet cafes like in you know I don't know. China and Korea. There are people like in Europe. There are kids from. Who do we talk to? Those two dudes from Jersey. <laughs> Those like uh, teenage kids. That was pretty. We funny. talked to the two. Yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. They were freaking out that we had uh, that we were drinking Pabst. They like, yeah. never never seen it before. It's true. It's true. It's true. We um we we, I'll tell you what. We we sat up in front of this camera and on two separate occasions. We didn't even just look at us, and immediately, and this is the nature of the site, it's a snap judgment. You know, like, you look at someone, you see an image, and you used to respond. Immediately, people were responding, like, calling us hipsters. Right yeah, out, there was right that the one, and it was a group of, like, uh, they look like college kids. And as soon as we popped up, they were like, oh, hipsters. And at that moment, I happened to be taking a sip from, like I said, we, were, we happened to be drinking paps. And then they were like, oh, PBR. And, like, every t- like they got more and more excited. And then one of the guys, he was like, do you guys like Passion Pit? And I said, yes, but we liked them before they were cool. And this they kid lost, lost shit. his shit. It was they great. were like, oh, no. Like, that's right. And then they immediately clicked next. Of course. Of course. Of course. They had enough and they moved on. Yeah. Weren't you saying that you've been called a hipster like a lot recently in real life, too? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's my fucking weekend, by the way. BT dubs. That's my fucking weekend. Um, I'm on the internet looking at getting dicks in my face, you know, like all night trying to use this goddamn new internet service. And then, you know, some old boy calls me hipster. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. 
Then the next day, I'm just out chilling, you know, watching the Super Bowl, you know, a good good friend's house, you know, kicking it a little birthday wise. And some old boy calls me, hips are straight to my face. This dude's <laughs> not even tripping, you know. This boy would how did you me. how did you take that? You know, I like honestly. At the end of the day, it's like when fucking. And let's just use let's just call a square a square. When squares look at me or someone I know and they're like, "Yo, you're so weird. You're so crazy. Oh, I can't believe what you're doing." That's here's the deal. if you people. But he didn't actually say any of those things. Who didn't say any what things? The guy who called you a hipster. He just said you're a hipster. He didn't say that you were weird or anything like that. No, no, no. But he, you, the term hipster is a coded word meaning oh, okay. other, meaning separate, meaning not of us. That's what we're getting that's into the, a semiotics discussion right now. I'm, you know, it's it's part and parcel. All I'm saying is he didn't when he said the word hipster. It wasn't it wasn't him saying like, oh, you're just like me. You know, he was saying that word. Well, he was also he was also wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and a Colts jersey. That's if true. It was an out and out gunslinger. That's true. That's true. What I'm saying is, like, if people like that, like, if people who look like G Dub on his ranch clearing brush look at me and, like, Ugh, you know, say I'm not from the real America, call me a hipster, you know, like, oh my god, blah blah, like that's that means I'm on my shit, you know, that means I'm doing I'm doing something right. So you take you that know? as a as a oh, of course. If you don't have fucking like regular people like getting weirded out by what you do on a day to day basis, then you're not doing shit correct, you know. Like, that's how it has to be. Like you can't be down with the majority. And still beyond doing that good shit, you can't. It's impossible. It's so you impossible. took this, you took the him calling you the H word as a sign that you're a true alt bro. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It was it was a it was an alt bro moment. You know, realizing that I'm not like part of like this mainstream thing. You know, my my am appy fucking T-shirt. You know, gave me away. So here's the know? question: Do you self-identify as a hipster? Not at all. I think the word hipster is ridiculous. Here's the deal. Like, we're kids. We are fucking kids. We are kids. And because we are kids, we are cool as a motherfucker. And we're into cool shit. And that's how it works. You know, like, they've had different names for kids for all the time. Like, they're all hippies, beatniks, you know, like, 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 uh, 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 uh greasers. I don't know. There's, like, all these terms. But it's just kids on some shit that they're into. I don't think and we're you exactly, don't get it because you're not kids. a kid. That's all it is. We're not actually kids. We're... we're we don't own houses. We're not married. We have no children. Guess what? You are, motherfucker. You are a goddamn kid. I don't think so. That's how it works. Whatever. That's besides I mean, I point. wouldn't say that I'm a grown-up, but I, I don't like... Whatever. You don't like the word kids. I use the word No, kids. it's not that I don't like it. I mean, I just, you know, I'm being realistic. I mean, we're in our mid and late 20s. <sighs> yeah, I know. But I mean, like, here I am sitting on the, like, hardwood floor drinking That's not what a kid $6 means, beer. Kid, kid means, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Listen, bud. Okay? Listen. This little boy I'm not gonna was out of line. He was out of line. It's okay. It's okay. It didn't upset me. But it did. It was It was just weird, you know, getting it twice in like 24 hours. Well, you, you know, know what that probably means. What does that mean? I mean you're a fucking hipster. Yeah, okay. That, you know, you know that, like, I feel like all that means is like, you know, you're a kid who like, you know, is into shit that kids are into. That's all that means, you know? Like, 10 years sound, there'll be a different word for it, you know? Things go from one end to the other. And I think hipster, you know, like... Who knows when that died? But it's long since lost whatever teeth, you know, and cachet and like whatever hint of, of uh, exclusivity it had. You know, I mean, it's been co-opted it, by the mainstream. It's ridiculous. I mean, like that kid, for instance, that kid's reference, Passion Pit, has been selling you know, like a multi, like multinational corporation's phone for the past like three months. You know, like come on, get it right. You know, yeah. it's like it's 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 crazy. You know, yeah, it's very insightful. Well, you know, I just I just feel like you know, it's like it's it's. There's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I feel it's very rare when I meet someone. It's like, oh my god, you're so alternative and strange. I didn't even know. Like, oh, you're you're so out there. Like that doesn't happen. It happens. Right. Like, although you were also reading all this into the word hipster, and you know, I mean, he didn't actually say any of those things. 
No, but you're saying this, say is, this, this is coded he language. Was, he was to, to to reiterate. He was wearing a cowboy hat, and not like that. Really, I gotta say that blew me away. It was, and also like let's let's not ironically at all. Either. No, not ironically, and also it wasn't like a, a standard issue cowboy hat. This wasn't like a ten like, gallon. Like yeah, this wasn't this at wasn't least like seven a, gallons. Maybe a fifteen gallon hat. This was not clear for photographs or Facebook or iPhone like like frames. This was hat was large. This hat was for sunning yourself on the back of a horse looking after steers. Yeah. And this old boy was rocking it in West Hollywood. Hard. You know? With a matching belt buckle and like custom cowboy boots. Yeah, the whole deal. And like oh and oh man, and old boy had, old boy called me a hipster, you know, like and that's the thing. Like that is the response that you want out of those type of individuals. You okay. Know? Got it, got it, got it. All right. Um, so wait, chat roulette? What? It's the chat roulette. You know, it's a great time. Uh, if you want to experience the kind of brand new uh, little, little thing going on in internet culture, uh, I liken it to um, walking down Hollywood Boulevard and being forced to speak to every single person you pass. Every single that's exactly person. exactly what it was like. And that's the thing. Like, they're free to show you whatever they like. Yeah. Okay, so that is uh, something new on our radar that you might want to check out. Now it's time for a part of the show we call I Know It Was You. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. This is a part of the show where we call people out for some shit that they did. Jeremy, do you have an I Know It Was You? Uh, I feel like old boy, old, old 10 gallon, kind of skirted the edge. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Didn't quite fall into Not the an abyss. official. Okay. No. All right, well, I do have one. So a few weekends ago, uh, my brother got married. Just like to give him a quick shout out to uh, Eric and Aaron right now. Congratulations! It's a lovely ceremony. Um, so it was up in the Bay Area, and I flew uh, Virgin America out of LAX to uh, SFO. And Virgin America is a great airline. It's a lot of fun. You know the inside of the plane. It's all like they got disco lights. It looks like an iPod. It's cool. Whatever. That's great. Here's the thing. So my flight is at like uh, early in the morning. Like the earliest I've had to be up in a long time. And I'm like basically death warmed over waiting for this plane to board and we're getting closer and closer to like the scheduled uh you know departure time and like no announcement from the people and like we haven't boarded yet and like finally they get on the intercom and they're like oh hey you know virgin america customers flight 950 to sfo um we're gonna be boarding shortly we're just uh missing a crew member right now so as soon as we can locate him so I'm kind of tripping. I'm like, what did they, did, like, did, did they misplace him? Is he lost? Is he, like, sitting in an engine turbine somewhere or something? Like, did he have an episode? Did he get kidnapped? Like, what the hell is going on? And so, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes go by. Like, it's getting later and later. And it turns out this old boy was basically just late to work. <laughs> like, I don't know what they mean by, like, misplaced him or I couldn't find him. Like, he was late to work. You know, he probably overslept. Like, his alarm didn't ring or something. And he was, like, racing to work, you know. So, so then finally, so I'm sitting there. And with this whole plane, you know, full of people, and like, and waiting to board, and I'm, I'm just waiting for the moment now when this dude has to do the walk of shame past all the, you know, waiting, uh, you know, passengers, passengers, fifty-seven, waiting for all the passengers, and then I, I was cheated out of that though, because all of a sudden they make this announcement, like they must have spirited him away and like snuck him in the back because they're like, <laughs> okay, he's here, we're getting ready to board, and uh, like princess like, died. Like here's the thing, okay, now, like most jobs. If you are late to work, half an hour, like, it's not a big deal. You know, it's like you get chewed out by your boss and like, okay, or don't be late again. Fine. You move on. You know, maybe you stay half an hour later. Maybe you stay in through lunch. More likely, like, nothing happens at all. But if you are in a position where you being late makes other people late, like, basically, the more people you make late and the later you make them, the bigger an asshole you are. And this dude made, like, a hundred, I don't know how many people fit in, like, on a standard, you know, 747 or whatever. 
But this dude made a whole plane full of people, like, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes late, because his ass, like, overslept. And you know what? Missing flight attendant guy who slept in on that flight, I know it was you. That's hard. It's harsh. I mean, if you have an early flight, it's like the first flight of the day, don't be late. Don't sleep in. Don't have a hangover. That's for the passengers to do. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, all you people out there in Radioland, if you have an I know of you, if someone has crossed you and you need a forum to put them on blast, you can always give us a call on the Real Talk hotline. That's 323-545-6252. You can put them on blast. We will play your shit on Real Talk on the next episode. You can also always email us, thatrealtalk at gmail.com. And you can find us online, indierockbakery.com and itisnotforyou.com. Jeremy, you have any closing words? Uh, you know, um, you know, to be real. That's all I have to say. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we'll see you soon. See you with our next show. For now, that's what's up. That's real talk.